All right, welcome back to the uh, Live Tall podcast. This is episode three. Three, three that's right. Yeah, so um, we're finally almost getting over all of our technical difficulties to start, which is pretty awesome. That's um, not true. Well, I mean, <laughs> we, we have it all figured out from the meantime. It was just the USB we figured port. figured out each time. Yeah. It's hopefully, well, we thought we had it the second time, and it didn't work this time. So I won't say we haven't figured out yet. Yeah, but whatever, you know. Positive. It's positive. Think positively. Yeah. Um, Glass is literally half full. <laughs> Why do you always uh, drink out of glasses? Like, do you like it better than bottled water? Oh, it tastes better. That's for sure. Really? Glass is just, it makes liquid taste better. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, bars, they give you wine or beer in a glass, not well, plastic. Well, of course, because they can reuse it. They're not going to use a plastic bottle. They have to buy a new one every time. Yeah, but like, have you ever had milk in plastic or milk in glass? It tastes different. Yeah, I think milk does a little bit, but I mean, I still think milk tastes fine when you drink it out of the plastic jug. Yeah, but it's not as good as... I don't know. I just... I don't know why I, I can drink six water bottles in a day or just use one glass. Yeah. I, I just go. always forget my glasses whenever I use them. Yeah, I just wasn't getting used to it. Your refrigerator filter for the water, I'm gonna have to get while I'm gone, while you're gone because I think I've been using it. So, what do you, like it color? It shows colors of those things are bullshit. I found out. Like I just replaced that that the water filter like literally a couple months ago. All right. Yeah. The air filter I saw though that is something I haven't replaced. I just don't know where it is, so I have to figure that out. Yeah, not that big a deal. Yeah. But yeah, I just thought I'd let you know. Oh yeah, no, I've seen it. That's not a problem. Um, well. How have, uh, how are you feeling right now with quarantine and getting ready for vacation and everything? Pretty good. Life's pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Just sitting back, <laughs> work out at some fashion every day, read every day, play video games every day, go on vacation here soon. And then, yeah, I, I can't complain. I'm healthy. What's been your favorite book that you've read thus far? Like in my life? No, like during the, while you've been here. Oh, I mean, it's only been that's that series and uh, the Dale Carnegie book. Oh, okay, okay. What's the next series you're looking at? The series, I don't know. Oh, okay. I'm gonna read The Revenant after this. I have it down there. I never read it. It's not that long of a book. I've never, I've never watched the movie either. It's pretty good. Oh, was it? Yeah, it's super intense. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty awesome. Yeah, but is it, it real long too? I I don't remember being like. Return of the King long, but probably like two and a half hours, maybe. Yeah. I mean, it won the Oscar. Just Leo being ridiculous. Leo just do, at doing it for the Oscar. That was like one of the main reasons he did the role. Had he never won an Oscar before? No. He was expected really? to win when he did Wolf of Wall Street, and he didn't get it. And he oh. got snubbed also for uh, another one he did before that. And then he's like, okay. He kept, he kept getting nominated, but he never got it. Really? I didn't know that. And then... He finally got it for the Revenant because the competitors that year weren't as good. I I just remember that because it was a big meme whenever Leo won. It's like I finally won, but his competitors were shit. I just wonder, like, I mean, I guess being an actor, you want to win an Oscar, but it's like I just feel like that's sometimes just like it's like the most artsy movie people win it. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it's some of the times the worst movie. Like the movie that won this year was called Parasite. No one, oh, ever, yeah. no one ever heard of it before. It's got a great Rotten Tomatoes score. I know that. I'm sure. I'm sure it's a good movie, but no one ever heard of it. it but it's like... It's a foreign film. I think it was yeah. based in Korea, right? But it, it's just funny because the biggest movie of all time didn't win a single one. They didn't win a single Oscar? Avengers didn't? No. What? Nothing. People thought 
Robert Downey Jr. should have won Best Actor. Yeah. Yeah. But, well, that. But then again, that crew, the critics, they don't like those big blockbusters. That's things, what I'm saying. Right? But yeah. like the biggest movie of all time didn't get. It. So it's, it's just a nostalgic award. Yeah, I imagine. Sense. Yeah. It's just like, hey, I won an Oscar. That's awesome. Put put it up in your uh, mantle in your house. Just be like, yeah, yeah. Just say you have it. Yep. Yeah, that makes sense. That would be sweet though. I think it would be fun to go to like an Oscar ceremony or like a Academy Awards or something like that. I don't know about now. Every time you go there, it's just political. Every time they go on stage, every speech is about oh, politics. I, know. I just think it would be cool to like be in there with all those people, have to dress up. I heard the gift bags are ridiculous. Oh, sure. And then I wonder how expensive the, the tickets are. are absurd too, obviously. If, yeah, if we would be allowed to go to an after well, party. I mean, I'm sure if you were able to get in there, you have somewhere to perform some connection. Oh, yeah. I've always wondered what like celebrity parties are like. <laughs> I, can't I can't even imagine. That's like, like unlimited money. Right? Like, is it like Project X without the explosions? I don't think so, because they're too worried about their image. Dude, I've heard some stories about Drake's parties. I mean, Drake's a rapper, though. That's like, he's a celebrity. Like, Oscars. Yeah, but his, his, his MO is, like, to be that. Like, you need to be, like, kind of a badass and, like, not give a shit. All right. Like, I'm, like Leo. Leo's speaking not, of Leo, Leo, has, Leo has a yacht, like a sex yacht. What? Yeah. Well, again, though, but that's a private thing. I'm just saying, like, there it's the same thing except different entities. I feel like a party in New York is a lot more public than a private yacht in the middle of the ocean. Okay. Well, I'm just saying, I feel like you're underestimating actors and actresses. I, don't, I think they have a bunch of fun, but Project X is a ridiculous thing to compare it to. That's they what I'm saying. Destroyed an entire I wasn't house. saying. I was saying Project X besides the explosions. Did you know? Um, uh, you haven't seen it, but in Mindhunter, the kid from Project X, like the kid with the curly hair, that party that sets the whole thing up, the friend, he like plays um, a notorious murderer from the past, and like his, it's a son of Sam. Have you ever heard of that name? So son of Sam is this guy who acted like he was crazy and that his dog was telling him to kill people. His dog. Dog. This is a true story. Oh yeah, Son of Sam's a famous like murderer. Um, I think yeah. he might still be in jail. I've never he hasn't heard died of him. yet. But that kid, like you watch him, you literally cannot recognize him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. That that series is awesome. As far as you remember, actors from Project X, I don't remember any. Well, oh, I didn't know it. I just like you saw just... an article. They were like, "Can you believe this is the kid from Project X?" And I was like, yeah. "Wait, what?" <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that's funny. I don't think any of those guys have been in anything else. Probably not. Well, Miles Teller was in War Dogs. Oh yeah, the he, shortstop? Was, he was the big guy. The baseball, he was he, the baseball well, player he, they invited him from college. He he's a pretty big actor now. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. so he's like the one on that whole thing. Well, that, it's just like when Jonah Hill got his big role in Superbad, and probably didn't think it was going to be a big role, and it ended up changing his career. Yeah, they said on Superbad that they like wanted no name actors. They didn't want like big name actors besides like Seth Rogen, obviously. He wasn't even that big. No, yeah, he, he was. He's he he probably was, the biggest. And then, well, the other guy was from SNL. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they, like the girls and the guys, none of them had really done much and almost all of them, yeah, almost all of them besides pretty much the one girl that, what, um, the one girl he had sex with, the red haired chick. Is it the red? No. The one McLovin fucked. She wasn't the the other main girl, right? It was, it was the one Seth was going after. No, no, not Seth. The one that Jonah was going after. No, no, no. Jonah was going after the main girl who's now a big actress. Oh, Emma what's Stone. Emma Stone? It's yeah, the yeah. other girl. That yeah, they, she's like the only one of like the main ones that I feel like. Yeah, yeah, the the one the kid got super drunk for to have sex with his yes. best friend. Yeah, yeah. and she he was got like, slammed in the bathroom. Yes, I'm gonna give you the and best. And she puked on him. Yeah, she puked on. Not on it. Not on. On the bed. On the bed. Yeah. 
Oh, it's awesome. Yeah. I did that. That movie is so good. You puked on someone? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, it was a funny time. That's terrible. Yeah. Uh, I was fresh, freshman year junior, I just in my own bed, thank God. Oh, that's good. Yeah, and just... Oh. What did she do? It didn't get on. It was the same kind of situation. Oh, that's like good. It was just like doing stuff, and then I just felt it. Luckily, most of it got in the trash. Like, I got able to pick it up. Uh, Some of it was there. It didn't get on her. Yeah. Well, but it's the same thing. Yeah. Yeah, I just sent her home after. I was like, yeah, just leave it. Jeez. <laughs> All my roommates found out. It was actually really funny. I didn't care. Well, I mean, it's better to tell them, hey, I'm sick and go home and stay there. Well, yeah. The thing was, I didn't think I was going to throw up. Well, yeah. It just kind of hits you. Like, moving around certain ways. And yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> to, like, twist it in your stomach. And, <laughs> oh, yeah. that's terrible. I'm laughing about it now. Well, what? That, oh, geez, that was freshman year. Ginetta, so it was what, five years ago? Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Five years. Jeez. Oh, Half a decade. That's even scarier to say that. Because, what, you'll be 24 in a, a month. month? Yeah. That's nuts. Mm. How's the, has the whoops trap still been as good as you expected? Yeah. I do all my activities with it. I take it off every, in the shower. That's what the guy recommended. I can uh, wear it in the shower. Yeah. But he says it's good to get that air under it good um, because the first couple of days I wasn't and I was already noticing like skin color change. That it was just feeling weird. So every shower I go wash it. I put up some moisturizer underneath. But I the biggest thing I like about it is the sleep part. That is cool. I mean, so what have you adjusted your sleep on based on what it's told you? No, I'm just I like seeing how much i slept seeing oh. and it obviously it's not exact but i take it with a grain of salt it breaks down the stages and what stage you're in based off of your heart rate which yeah. is really cool and the you can analyze that and i will going forward but right now i have no issue like just continuing to do what i do is it has it suggested any different types of sleep it suggests how long you should sleep. It just it goes off of what your recovery is. Do you feel like if you do what it says that you feel better? Yeah, hmm. that's what. I mean, of course it is. I mean, some days. So it like it shows you how good your body should be feeling based off the prior days. Okay. And it also analyzes like your alcohol intake, other things, your heart rate variability. That's the biggest thing it analyzes. Is your heart rate? The heart. Your heart rate variability like um, how much you go percent up increase and decrease throughout the entire day and, stuff. and that genu generates this thing called strain okay and based off your recovery there's say say like hey you should do this strain and 21 is the max no 24 24 21 yeah. and like when i talked to the guy he said if you ever hit that it's basically like running a 100 miles in a day he said you'll never even come close huh. Jeez. But they they took that whenever they made these. They were like, "What is the Mac? Basically, the hardest thing you could do." Yeah. And they they that is it. And oh, they okay. make, they used it on that guy. Yeah. And that's what they based it off of. And then anything below it, they just they took it years in the study, which is pretty cool. So like today, I'm at like sixty one percent recovery. Well, okay. yesterday I was like I I felt really good, but I knew I was gonna work out hard yesterday. I was at like ninety three. Okay. And I did yoga and then i did a really long workout and then today i'm i just did the bike yeah and then tomorrow i will work out probably even harder because we're going on vacation yeah that makes sense that's sweet 
Yeah. But I the just, sleep part by far is the best that I, I like about it. I really think that Cass might benefit from that. You have to be committed to it though. Well, if you just leave it on, right? Yeah, but you need to like check the app every, not every hour, but it's helpful. Really? Well, yeah, because you don't you don't notice it, but your heart rate can just like it's probably ele mine's elevated right now, probably because of this. Yeah, yeah, that's true. But I mean, even if it is elevated, it doesn't tell you to do anything. It just that would probably just impact how much sleep it tells you to get, right? Yeah, but it, that adds to the strain. Um, so like if you hit your goal strain, like it's actually pretty hard. Like I've only hit the goal of my recommended train a couple of times. Oh, okay. Okay. And it, it knows if you're like half-assing it or not. So yeah. it's pretty cool. Does it give you like, does it vibrate or do anything to like kind of like, hey, you should. Vibrate now. Anything. It doesn't do anything like that. Yeah. It's, it's nice. It's just, I don't even notice it there anymore. Well, that's, I think that's the point, right? Yeah. Yeah. And that battery, it lasts three days. Yeah, that's true. So it's pretty nice. I can't remember. Did we want to talk about any current events on here, or more just topics? Do you think? I don't care. Have you all the above? Well, have you seen that the police footage of, of the guy in Minneapolis? Uh oh. Oh, you haven't seen this? No. Pull so, it. Well, I mean, I don't know if it'll mess up the sound or not. I'll I pull, pull it. Up. Yeah. Um, you can just look at the image. Basically, there's a there's a black man in Minneapolis that was killed by a police officer just kneeling on his neck. For what? Well, he was arresting him. He was already he was already cuffed. You haven't seen this, dude. Like everyone's going crazy. Minneapolis about it. riots. Well, they're rioting now because of what happened. Ten hours ago. Yeah, but it's basically like what happened with um, what was it, Eric Gardner, in New York. Six hours ago, sixty-five thousand views. Nine minutes long. All right. So yeah. what happened? I mean, basically, this they arrested this guy on the street, on the street, just for doing something. Supposedly, I haven't read the whole thing. Like, just not nothing like crazy threatening. He didn't have a gun, nothing. And while they were arresting him, pinning him to the ground, they were literally kneeling on his neck. He said he couldn't breathe, and they killed him. All the four, all four cops were, are like obviously fired, but everyone's saying that they should be arrested for murder. The guy is with him right now. Seems like a Latino. That guy right there? Yeah. He doesn't seem white. Oh, I don't know if the cop was white or Latino. I'm not sure. No. Looks like... Did they not show... Uh, it's CBS. They probably won't show the guy killing him. All right. I mean, I get the gist. Oh. They shown it? No, it's just a repeat of that video. But... So the guy was just standing on the street, it looked like, with his friend, because there was another black yeah, guy. Yeah, I think they pulled him out of his car originally, is what, okay. I, what I was reading. Pulled him out of his car, arrested him, and then I don't know if he was, like, trying to get away or said something wrong, but they eventually took him to the ground, and they put, and again, they killed him by doing that. Wow. Yeah. I just, like, I think stuff like that just really gets me thinking, because... I understand that cops have an, an extremely stressful job, but I just don't understand why you would feel the need to do that once once someone's already subdued and cuffed. That's my opinion. I mean, there could be a million reasons. The cop could have had it out for that guy. Personally, he could have had him having a bad day and said, fuck it, I'm going to do this. Not intentionally to kill him. Yeah. Or maybe they did feel threatened, even if he was subdued or felt threatened with his friend. That, I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm obviously in agreement that that's probably, not probably, that's not what you should have done. Yeah. 
because they're obviously. They be, do you think they should be arrested for murder? The cops? Yeah. Probably. May actually not. Well, at least the one that did it. I don't know about the other ones. Yeah. They would be accomplished. Yeah, accomplices. accomplices of murder. I don't know. I think that's the hard thing about the whole thing. It's because they're cops. I know. And it's tough. I mean, they put their lives on the line every day, but they have they have to be held to the same, if not higher, standards. That's the thing is, I think I, I'm of the opinion that that like if you if you choose to be a cop, you are taking the risk, but you also are under the biggest microscope that there is. Mm-hmm. And when that most people live up to that, most people not most cops, all yeah. cops pretty much are not that. I agree with you, but, but I do think when it happens, it, it needs to be like the the swiftest and, and harshest of punishment because you're basically giving all public security access is given to you and mm-hmm. with that power like you have to basically say like all right well if i mess up i'm screwed yeah and it sucks because stuff like this gets the attention not the good cops no their job. yeah of course that's, it's that's, always this yeah we talked about that the first time yeah, and, it's, and it sucks so but i don't blame the people for rioting because no that's i don't it. either i mean that's, obviously it's it's not the first time it's happened and when you see an image like that it's really disturbing and of course it's again it's another african-american and yeah i feel sense. like this has happened too many times in the past couple of years well yeah the funny part is is that it always just goes away well of course because we don't have the attention spans to keep yeah. doing it or, or doing anything like again, we were, they'll, we they'll were talking fired, about it on our walk that's probably it yeah, right. like there'll there'll be this new story. It'll be around for a week, and that's something it. else will happen. Mm-hmm. Then people move on, and they'll forget about it. The one that got me that when it went away, and I realized that nothing could stick around is Sandy Hook. If literally dozens of little young kids can be murdered, and we don't talk about it anymore, and nothing changed, I don't think anything can happen that would make a change. <laughs> that was the one that got me, where I was just like, "This is never going to fucking happen." Change. Yeah. Yeah. Do you remember how long 9-11 coverage stuck around? I mean, 9-11 was around for a very long time, but that's, but that, that, that's because we went to war afterwards and there were a lot of things after it that happened, yeah, right? I'm just saying that, like, that was a, obviously a world-changing event, that, but like, stuff like this is not as important, but it's still important. It's important, but it, it, again, it, it doesn't affect you nearly as much, right? Mm. And unfortunately, it happens more and more now, so it's oh, not yeah. as like shocking. And imagine all the stuff that happened before body cams. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. And again, I totally get it. Cops have been through a ton um, that they are on edge all the time. I mean, it sucks. It's like it's hard to operate in, for any human being in that, in that circumstance. For the guy to say, I can't breathe, like, that's probably his last words. Yeah. I bet it were. I don't know. I don't know. You know, and I bet that happened probably months ago, and it just got released. It may released. have been. I mean, well, yeah, that's how those that things usually go. They, they get investigated. And the cops know they're going to get shit on, probably. Yeah, of course they are. And that's why they, I'm sure they try not to let that stuff out if it doesn't have to be let out. But, I mean. I think it's, a, it's they have to let everything out, right? After depends, a certain amount of time. It depends if they deem it, like, as far as, like, is it going to put someone in harm's way or something like that? Like, no, I there are a lot the cops of cops in harm's way. Yeah. Those, those cops. Their faces are right on. Like. I know. Well, yeah, they already they already fired them and released the names and everything. I think so. I, I don't know the exact rules on it, but yeah, it definitely goes through a review yeah. before it. Um, I I'm of the opinion too. I do think I don't love in America how cops are viewed as strictly like enforcers of the law. Like, I wish cops and, and anywhere from like the paint jobs to the colors of their clothes to you know, what their protocol is, you know, how they're like, how, you know, the job application is. 
I feel like it should be more marketed as like like people that help you, like like a police officer. Like, could you like I think the whole the whole tone towards policemen would be different if they were viewed as someone who was there to help rather than someone who was there to enforce the law like and a like fireman. arrest you. Yeah, like firemen get an incredible like mm-hmm. everyone views firemen positively because they're never there to arrest you. They're there to only help you. Right. They're also volunteers. Not all of them. Most of them. Yeah. But Most I mean, stations are But again, volunteers. it doesn't matter, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm just saying cops, I feel like, should be viewed that way. And I well, think that's what we're, we're taught, you do. We're taught to be af- afraid. I don't know if that's the right word, but to not disobey the law. And they enforce it. So it's kind of hard to not view it as that like, true but they, they also do, help people they definitely people, help and right? most of the time they're helping they're enforcing it on other people true so it's kind of hard to see it just as one side I'm especially just, when the media and us only give the publicity to that true the enforcing it, part I, I agree with you but i do again i think it comes back to like what is the image they're putting out look at cop cars they put huge guards on them make them look intimidating they have to they don't have to. What do you mean? They would. They need security for that reason. Some, not all of them have guards. Only a few do. They oh. don't have to color them black and white and be totally tinted out and like have like mean looking lights. Like that is totally a choice. Yeah, but it probably helps them in some capacity. To what? Intimidate people. Because it clearly works. You know, you you're more likely to obey the law if a cop is around. It's like you're gonna slow down if you see a cop. You know a cop car's around. You can't mess up. Agree, but I'm just saying when those cars pull up, the first thing that they are trying to tell you to, to be is intimidated and fear that person. Yeah. So, and so what I'm saying, I think it should be that they are um, they are like respected and, oh, the cops are here. I'm, exci- I'm excited they're going to help me in some way or form. Um, so. If you do that mindset, though, it could have the negative effect where – that people don't care as much about the law and break it more if they're you, not seen as that. Do you think the cops being intimidating is why people don't break the law? It's definitely a reason. It's definitely a part of it. I don't think so. I think if you know cops are out there, it doesn't matter what way they're addressed or anything, you still are going to know you could get caught doing something wrong and you know if you're doing something well, wrong. Well, a cop isn't really the biggest thing anymore. It's a video camera. So then there, that even is more to my point. You don't even need to, to be as intimidating because yeah. you know you're you be right about being that. watched. So, I just don't think that's going to happen. I, I just know in other countries they do it. I think uh, people respect. What other countries? A lot of the Asian countries do it that way. Like you look at their cars and stuff. They're all like bright colors. Like again, they're cops. Some of the cops don't even carry like guns, right? Like they have just like stun stuff, right? Like that's all they have on them. And they have like special forces, like of their divisions that have the guns. But like there are literally just units out there to help people. And even maybe that's a solution, right? Like instead of all the cops being different units, yeah, like, that could be a solution. This is a unit that, like, literally, they you, when they show up, they are just there to help. They're not going to arrest anyone. They're like they're there to get the cats out of the trees and help old ladies and you know do the things that you know they portray them to do in the movies. I don't in know. the movies, uh, they're not portrayed um, as that. The old movies, that's what cops did. They showed up and helped old cats out of trees for old ladies. That was That's always the image of a cop. Oh. I'm just saying that there are plenty of things that it would be cool if, you know, again, you're broken down the side of the road. Call the cops. They can show up and help you, right? Like if a tow truck can't get there right away, they might be closer, right? Like they can just keep you keep you. They company. would just have to subdivision like what the, those people would go to and what the other cops yeah, would go exactly. to. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I just always thought that. I thought it would be cool. And I just think. I didn't know other countries did that. That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I, mean, they, the I, wonder, I now wonder what their criminality rates are then. I have no idea. 
I have, I have no idea. I just know that the view of the cops in those countries is a lot better than the view of the cops here. Because the view of the cops here is not good. Like a lot of people don't view cops positively. And that's a problem, in my opinion. Yeah, I would say they definitely don't do view cops positively. Yeah. Especially the ones in the cities. Well, yeah, because they're the most effective. They right? have to be. What? The cops have to be more effective in cities. That's true. There's more suburbs. crime that happens, right? But I also think there are probably places in the cities that the cops could help more and get a build up a better like rep essentially because that those citizens are seeing them help and not just arrest their friends and family yeah i wonder if citizens would attack those weak cops though if they knew it well i mean i i don't think so because it'd be the same punishment as you attack a normal cop you know what i mean yeah but you know you could probably get away with it how would you get away with it well if they don't have a gun i mean they're still i'm saying they're still going to have some sort of defense mechanism yeah the gun's the biggest thing. I, yeah, but I don't think people are just raring to fight and hurt cops whenever they're walking If they're around. vulnerable. I, I, we don't know what it's like to live in the city. I, I'm just putting out the hypothetical that I, I wouldn't don't. be surprised. We've never been in gang territory. We like I don't know what that is even like. I can't imagine living in Chicago. I know it's rough. But True. I, yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, we've never lived there, but I mean, again, certain areas, this isn't going to work, but I just think a, if there was like a, Hey, if you were almost like hiring a marketing company to say, look at our rep right now and how do we improve it? I think there are multiple ways you can do it. Yeah. I mean, so that would be a city by city basis though, or state by state. Why? You do that from the federal level down. How are you going to do that? Well, the federal are hired by local. They are, but they are funded a lot by federal funds. Really? Yes. I figured it Fed- would be state taxes that are all state taxes. Because there's no federal it. cops. There are state troopers. There's no the states. The states um, do a lot of things that are just state state run, but they're funded by the, our federal taxes. Oh yeah. See, I would not have thought that. Yeah. I thought it was all most of the costs were all by the state. Some of that money comes from the state. I bet most of it comes from the state. Maybe it does, but even if if any money comes from the federal government, they have leeway over states, which is why they do what they do. The federal government said we are rolling out an entire new platform for police across the country, and if you don't get on board, Mister City or State, we're going to cut your funding for Medicaid or yeah. for anything. They will hundred percent do it. Do you think the cops would be on board to this change? I think if it's going to make their lives easier and like maybe make people like them more, why not? It'd be an interesting poll to take. I think we might be surprised, good or bad ways. Sure, you're right, but I, I think. And if it was the bad way, it'd be like, oh. Then maybe that's not as uncommon as we think. What's not as uncommon? That those experiences. What not the actual experience, but like the cops thinking like that. Maybe not. I, I mean I bet most cops are Caucasian. I don't know. I, I would probably bet that. I probably I think it depends where what city you're in. Overall, I bet it's Caucasian. Yeah, I mean I mean I it, the odds are in that favor. There's way more Caucasian people than blacks and Hispanics, so Yeah. I would bet there's most of Caucasians, and I would bet most of them have a negative mindset towards African Americans in cities. Maybe not out here in the subs. Yeah. But definitely in cities, you tend to look twice. It's just reality. We've also been bred into that as too as well. Yeah. It's a shame, but it's a fact. Yeah. Yeah, that would be interesting, but I don't know. I just think something has to be done because, again, cops do a good thing. Sometimes they mess up. And I just think if everyone trusted them more and they trusted people more, it would be a lot better. I mean, it's kind of funny looking at the other two, uh, the firemen and the paramedics. They're all loved. Exactly. Exactly. 
But again, it is a different through the cops because you do have to arrest people. Firemen and paramedics don't. But I also don't think cops get enough credit for the good that they do. Mm. No. Well, that's probably like most jobs, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Notice the bad stuff, not the good stuff. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's Because the America. good stuff's expected, the bad's not. <laughs> that's America. Because we're, we're perfect. <laughs> F- highly fuel-efficient machine. <laughs> um, so our topic today is health insurance. Um, and we were talking when I, when I brought it up, you were like, I don't really know much about it. I know very little. Why is that? Do you think? I haven't had to know anything cause I'm on my parents health insurance. Well, true. But you know, eventually you're going to get off there, right? Yes. I know. Um, I know what a deductible is now over That's the past good. couple of months. That's good. I know that most deductibles are absurd given from what I've talked to people. What do you mean by absurd? That the family or the individual will never meet the deductible for the insurance to ever cover anything for them. I think that's overblown, but well, that's what most people think. Do you think, most, I'm, do you think I'm right? Family deductibles range anywhere from 3000 to $7,000. It all depends how good your insurance is. That's what I'm saying. But I feel like most people don't even come close to hitting. Well, true that now again, that's where the perception is not completely right. Like just because you don't hit your deductible doesn't mean you're paying a hundred percent out of pocket for everything that you have. Like if wait, if you don't hit your deductible, that is the case. No, it's not. Okay. Or so, it depends on the plan. It depends on the plan. And also it depends. You're never paying a hundred percent out of pocket. This is what, this is what now, unless you're out of network. So here's what I'm saying is like you go to the doctor, right? If you look at your bill, even if you're below your deductible, Technically, you probably for any doctor's visit would probably pay three to four hundred dollars, just for the facility plus the doctor's fee and time and what he gives you, right? Yeah. So even if you even if you haven't hit your deductible, you're not paying four hundred dollars. You're probably paying like eighty. Because of that, that's a copay, right? Well, copay is just part of your plan to where you automatically have to pay that for every visit you do. Like right out of the gate. Yes. Yeah. But the insurance negotiates reduced rates for their clients through. Like the hospital? Or yeah, you so like there's a person at the hospital and person at the insurance have a call every year and say, I'm only going to pay you this for the, for that procedure. And the hospital says, well, I need this. And it's a negotiation and that's what it is. Okay. So again, you're never actually paying the full price. Now, am I saying that things aren't overpriced? Absolutely not. It's absurd how much stupid overhead is involved in in, in costs to, for hospitals and And that's insurance. why deductibles are probably higher because exactly. that's so high. Which exactly. makes sense because it has so to So think be. about it. As hospital fees go up, insurance fees have to go up because they're the they ones have, paying the hospitals. And they have to make money. Yes. And that is the problem is that everyone feels like, oh, well, the insurance will pay for it. As soon as the more and more people that do that, the insurance company have to raise their rates, mm-hmm. right? And so the deductibles get higher, but also premiums get higher. Do you know what a premium is? All a premium is, and again, I don't know why they make it so hard for people to understand with these stupid fancy words. It's just a monthly payment. So basically when this you have insurance- This is what you and Cassie did. What? You pay a premium. Everybody pays a premium. So when okay. you have insurance, you have to pay monthly out of your paycheck usually if you have a job or if you have your own insurance if you're self-employed, you pay monthly to have that insurance. So my premium is- Which like, is good. Well, it's good, but I, mine's like 300 a month. So I pay 300 a month plus I have to then hit my deductible, which I think was, yeah, 3,500 or it's 5,500 for a family. So, so imagine, so that's at least what? 
I mean, Thir- you're paying thirty six hundred for a year for your from your monthly payments, and then you add another fifty five hundred on top of that. So you're around nine grand out of pocket before they pay hundred percent of everything. It, it, yeah, for us because we have a really good plan because he's a teacher. But, but even if then, it, after they're paying hundred percent, I'm still paying my monthly premium. That never goes away. Wow. You have to. Ha- that's that's what you basically pay to to still have um, insurance. Okay, and some plans are. If you pay your whole deductible, they don't pay 100% of yeah, so a lot of them are like 80-20. So now they pay 80% and you still pay 20%. Wow. Now, there's also like an out-of-pocket out of maximum where eventually if you get like 10 grand that you've paid out-of-pocket, they'll start paying 100% in a lot of plans. And why is there – so there's different insurance though. There's some for just medical. There's some for dental. There's some for orthopedic. There's some for – There's no orthopedic insurance. Or not orthopedic. Eyes. Yeah. Orth. That, orth something. Um, oh, yeah. I don't. It starts with a yeah, yeah, yeah. But that optometry. Sure. Yeah. And those are all different insurances. Yeah. Well, usually a job has gives you all three, so it's not like you. I mean, it's your choice if you want all three. But most people take all three, and then you're covered basically oh, okay. for anything. Major. I just go in off of what like we have two different insurances. Then we have one for eyes and one for yeah. And usually they they're different companies because they specialize in different things. Okay. But again, they're usually wrapped up by your company, so you just check a box every year and you say, "I want these," and you're covered. Now, but then again, you're, you're, now, paying, you're paying a premium for vision, for dental, and for health. Wow. Yeah. So that's when you hear about like universal health care. Yeah, that's a big topic. Yeah, it's been I, a big topic. I don't understand what the problem is with it. Like, I, I just, what I think people everyone, don't, everything. Uh, the short answer when I hear that they. Particularly older people, they just say taxes will go up. Yeah, and that's that's probably true. But what they radically? I, I don't I don't know radically. I mean, from what you look at the plans that everyone that's put out, I don't think it's radical because they're not going to just fund it just with taxes. They're also going to like, t- well, it'll still be taxes, but they're going to tax not just you. They're going to tax corporations. They're going to tax talks. They're going to tax. They're going to spread it out, right? Mm-hmm. Now, but if they did this, the doctors and stuff wouldn't make as much money. That's correct, right? The cost would go down because they wouldn't be able to negotiate as much because the doctors right now, think about it. If, if they go to an insurance company and they don't like the negotiations, they, they just go to the next one yeah. and say, okay, well, we're not going to accept Anthem anymore. We're only going to accept Cigna and Humana because they're giving us better rates. Which makes them more money. True. But now if they could only go to one place, they have no other place to go, they don't get paid, they're going to negotiate better, right? Mm-hmm. It gives all the people the power. And the problem with the cost discussion is... Sure, if you look at just premiums and deductibles compared to what our taxes go up, yeah, it's going to cost us more for universal health care. But what people don't realize is like the total cost of everyone, of everyone's premiums, of everyone's deductibles versus what our taxes would go up overall is is less. Then We'd what, be saving money. Then what's the fight against? The doctors don't want it, obviously. Doctors don't field. want it. Anyone they're, they're that's involved all, with insurance doesn't well, want it. That's a lot of wealthy people right there. That's the problem. That's what I'm saying. That's the issue is that if you make money off the current healthcare system, you don't want it in any way, shape, or form. To change. No, because yeah. it, the prices just keep going up and you're just going to keep making more money. So, but again, if you're that normal person, like everyone, anyone ever polled agrees that people should not be going into debt or be like, be not be able to get their procedures done because of money. Everyone yeah. agrees on that, but yet they don't want to put a system in place that does that. And, I, and and that's the thing. I don't even think it has to be so radical to be universal healthcare. Like if that's going to cost too much, just put something in place. Like for student loans, with student loans, right? They have income-based repayment plans. Have you seen those? 
where it it, ver- it sees how much you make and you can yeah. pay based off that amount. Yeah. Why why can't we just do that for healthcare? Like instead of just saying, well, I don't care how much you make, you owe thirty grand because your insurance sucks. You just say, oh, on your W two, you only made thirty grand last year. The maximum that I can bill you is eight hundred bucks, and you can pay it over a year. But then, the people who make way more would feel that's unfair if it's considered a universal that they say that person paid eight hundred, they paid two grand. Well, but that's like taxes right now. If you make more money, you pay more taxes. Yeah, but that's acceptable and has been that way since ever. Yeah. If we did universal healthcare, people would expect it to be equal. Well, no, no, I'm saying this wouldn't. I'm saying if people didn't want you to do universal, I think a happy medium would be that. Would just be Would the base. happy medium be voted upon then? That most pe- uh, people well, would yeah. probably be able to negotiate that then still. Negotiate what? They wouldn't want to leave this current system to go to a happy medium. They would probably want the whole radical change. I think... I, just from everyone. I, I, I agree. I think that would be a smart idea. I just, I just think you think too much of people. Then what do you? No. What do you mean? If, well, if, 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 if who's right going to right? change that then? If you, you if the medical and the insurance people, which are very wealthy and have mm-hmm. a huge pull, yeah, in probably a lot of everything, yeah, why would they do that? Who's going to make that? Well, I mean, that, we're not talking about that. Of course, that's not the that's not what we're saying. We're just saying what would be the, uh, the best state of things. Oh, if right? we, if everything could happen. Yeah, I mean, then, yeah. We, if we operate under the, under where we currently are, there's no point to have conversation about any topics because yeah, any of this happening is very far fetched because you'd have to get you okay. Know, it's a lot All right, of things I was involved. just thinking like that realistically. Yeah. So yeah, then that would be a good idea, or just do the whole universal thing from the get go. True, but again, I think we should also look at other countries. Well, that's always most like, developed that's, countries have universal healthcare. That's a given. So that, <laughs> that's what I always like am curious about, like looking at other countries and yeah, it's all no, about a lot precedent. Of, a lot of them want to come here, it's and then a lot precedent. of people do say that we have way more of population than those other countries. Way more, but again, that that just means more people to pay into it to help fund it. So would, that would matter at all. That would that lower it then? Lower what? The price, because if you have more people, it would dilute it, right? Possibly. Like if you had less people, you'd pay higher, obviously, because they. Well, but but then your but also your costs are lower if you have less people. Too. That's true. Yeah. So it, it really doesn't matter. It's it's all it's all balances out because you have more people paying in because you have higher costs, or you have less people paying in with lower costs. That would decentivize doctors though to go be doctors. They would make less. They would make less, but they're still going to make a ton of money. It's not like they're going to be like bad off. They're still. Gonna, yeah. I, mean, I think doctors make on average like I think four fifty a year right now. I mean, Jeez. if you went from four fifty to three fifty, I mean, you're still in the top one percent. So I mean, I. But that, that, again, that, that that's argument, what people would see. I, but, uh, yeah, you'd have to see what happens. But I think that argument, I again, but you would every hope other country the doc- does it. You would hope the doctors don't do it for that. They would, well, yeah, would hope right. they would do it because, one, they're passionate about it. Yes, they're smart enough to do it, and they want to help people. You're right. You're right. But that would definitely play. I mean, though, know, 100 grand, like a lot of, that's a lot. But I don't know. I just feel like that could happen. It, I don't know. But again, look at other countries that want to do it. They have plenty of doctors. They don't have a doctor shortage. So if you look at them, then the answer would be no, you're fine. Yeah, I wonder how much doctors get paid in other countries with it. Yeah, that's a good to, point compared to here. I don't know. They do probably get paid less. I mean, I bet they do. But I mean, again, they're not. They don't have a doctor. I'm, I'm sure. I'm still sure that they're able to live happily lives. Yes, exactly. Do you? All right, that's another question. Then, if we want to branch from that, if uh, why is money then so sought after? After, like, if you could live happily with this amount of dollars. Well, in America or in the world? World. Is it materialistic because we're raised like that? I, I think that's the reason. Yeah. I mean, I think... We're sought to go get more yeah, at all times. At all times, you're always striving for more. Yeah. Which is not which always a bad need. thing. Yeah. No, you're right. There, I'm not saying it's thing, bad. I'm good just, times like The that. question was just like, why then yeah. would I say, fuck that job, 350 I can get 450 
Well, I do think there is a level. Like I do think once you're at that level making that much, you can usually say, okay, what am I going to enjoy more? Because you're not going to be able to do much more with 350 to 450. Now, if it was 350 to like 3 million, sure. That's, I think then you would probably take something you maybe hate more for 3 million versus 350. Yeah. But even then, like you, you could live for a very long time happily with a million by yourself. True. But I mean, I'm just saying three, 350K compared to 3 million. Oh, yeah. Is a drastically different lifestyle. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I would think. Would you think that would ever change? What, the money thing? The value of like money in society? Well, yeah. I mean, I think once, you know, again, if you talk about future state, if a lot of things are taken care of and automated for us, we won't need money as much, right? We won't, like, all, we'll have the abundance of everything that we need. You, so, you, healthcare would just be there. Well, yeah, because if it's healthcare, we'll probably be mostly robots at some point, mm-hmm. right? And again, most things will be autonomous. So, you don't need to pay anyone because robots don't need to be paid, right? Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that that's, I think, where the money thing is going. But it just comes down to when do we have the system set up to be mostly autonomous where people don't need to be Do you doing think that'll happen in our lifetime? No. No. Not know. complete, but some capacity. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's already happening, right? I mean, look at the whole thing Andrew Yang ran on. I mean, that's what he was running on is the fact that we are I think, automating so many things. I think transportation will be the first. That's totally automated. Manufacturing and transportation. I think yeah, those I mean, manufacturing is already, already almost there. But yeah, those are two I think that are going to be there. And so think about it. If those are if those are there, and then I think if you look at energy, if it's self-sustaining energy and you don't need like people to be working plants, like plants and stuff like that, yeah. that's going to reduce costs tremendously. But are people going to want? I just don't. What? What? Like it's going to be so hard to change people from their ways. Say they're in a nuclear power plant or mm-hmm. a coal facility. Yeah, and they've been doing that natural gas forever hey we got solar wind and hydro we don't need it anymore it's all about money man as soon as solar wind and hydro is cheaper than those people will do it because they can make money off of it if they're the ones that build the plant yeah so no i mean i I think it'll happen eventually Uh, i think those will happen in our lifetime and if they do i mean transportation alone if they can figure out again like like something that is like a hyperloop that travels you super fast across the world and it's it's all renewable and that is a total game changer you never have to pay for travel again Mm -hmm. ever um and that reduces everything um and then renewable energy reduces the cost of everything because we all use it right about all the money we would save if you never had paid for energy again that could be used elsewhere exactly to fund other things that we can strive to look better at. I'm trying to think of what the other autonomous thing could be um, besides transportation and energy. Um, I mean, I'm sure we can pick out little jobs, but as a whole unit. Food industry. I mean, they're already already testing restaurants that are totally autonomous. That's different. I'm thinking like animal, like farms. Slaughterhouses. How? Well, that's where I think that comes down to the lab-grown meat. That's, that's not going to be. I think that's a long ways away. They say it's like twenty years. No way. They already have it. Yeah, but is it like at full capacity? Can no, they, can they produce saying. it at a rapid rate? But to if they're fulfill, already, where it's going to be probably now? what ten billion people by then. Yeah, but I'm saying if it's already being eaten today, you don't think in twenty years they can figure out how to get the price point? They've already reduced the price point ninety nine percent. Are you talking about like impossible? No, I'm talking about lab-grown real okay. meat that people have eaten. They're, it's ground beef that they grew in a lab based on cells of a cow. And again, it was like $250,000 a pound when they first started, and now it's down to like 5 bucks a pound. Wow. I don't know if it's 5 but it's like— See, I didn't know that. 
I think it's like, no, it's like 15 bucks a pound. It's still more, way more expensive than what it is, but like they've already reduced the cost over just a couple of years. So if they do sleep. that, would cows just go extinct then? No, we would still use cows for milk, right? I mean, you'd still use, yeah, or, or you just use probably, cows to have on your farm. Yeah, but what profit would they be then? What do you mean? You don't need them for meat. You don't need them. Well, you say think, you don't, don't need them for milk. Always, I mean, you have dogs right now for no, for no profit. I think people you can't just keep have a cow them. for a pet. It's a lot of upkeep. You need a whole for not forest, but you need a whole field for them to graze. You need to keep them warm in the winter. You need a place for them to sleep. You need stuff to milk them. If I you don't need milk, that's true. So maybe they wouldn't be kept. They would just be like wild cows. I don't they know. would I, die. I, they would die in a second. Wild cows would. They're used to domestication. Wolves and everything would kill them instantly. Yeah, I don't know. They have no way to defend themselves. They would die. I have no yeah. idea. Maybe, maybe they do go extinct. But maybe that's not the worst thing in the world. No, I know. I'm just yeah. thinking of the stuff that it's not like a bad. I'm just yeah. saying that would happen. Maybe them. Maybe the pigs go extinct. You know, I don't know. No, pigs are terrible, man. You heard about those herds, wild herds. Well, wild pigs. Those are different. Than yeah, but they they fuck like bunnies, reproduce like yeah deer, and they just ravage everything and eat everything. Yeah. Speaking of, did you hear the locust thing that's coming out right now? No. It's seven... not the killer hornet, another thing? No, like I guess like these this locust swarm. From where? It's in India. And they nest for 17 years underground. And this is the year that they all come out. No. It's 2020. Oh, yeah. Look it up. There's millions of locusts just flying around India right now, eating everything. What? Yes. India is fucked right now. Yeah, dude. It's they got that different strand. They have the second highest population. They have no health care. No military, really. They have no health care? Good Indian. health care. Indians are like some of the best doctors in the world. That are here. I mean, that, there's most of them are slums. There, I bet. Most of them are slums over there. Again, yes, there's a lot of slums over there, but how much is that is portrayed versus like what is actual? For how many know. people there? I would imagine it's a lot. There are a ton of people. I just, I don't think I don't think you under, like there's like two and a half billion there and a lot of it's mountains. So they're compacted to little cities. So yeah, there's a lot of slums, which leads to poor health care, more disease and all that stuff. You're right. I mean, yeah, it's not great, but. And they're uh, not as advanced as we are. They're smarter for sure whenever they're given the chance, but. Yeah. I wonder what the locusts do. I have to look that up. Yeah, that sounds... the locust stuff is. They grow for crazy. 17 years. Yeah, there's different like strands of locusts. I guess some nest for like two years, some nest for 17. I think some maybe nest longer. <laughs> so like every so many years, you get this like swarm of locusts. It sounds like gears. Yeah, literally sounds like. Well, gears. it's like out of the Bible, right? Like the locusts are like uh, one of the plagues yeah. or whatever. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know that I I just I I like the money like talking about the money thing and the insurance thing i just think it's absolutely crazy our current state and i just don't understand why and it's even crazy now republicans and democrats are both trying to fix it and they can't figure out how to do it because it's so complicated and that's insane. why is it so complicated because there's so many parties involved because of the different amount of companies that offer it well not just no i mean there's actually only like five big insurance companies out there but there's a ton of hospitals obviously and think about all the parties involved, right? You have all the medical equipment companies, all the pharmaceutical companies, all the supply companies to the hospitals, all the people that work at insurance companies. That, and they all work together in some fashion. Well, yeah. I mean, they're all connected, right? So if you change one thing, you change everything. So, I mean, think about like every one of the insurance companies are like top 50, like Fortune 500 companies in America. Think about if you went to a single payer healthcare system and all of those people now, now have a job. Like that is a humongous thing to do. So it's just scary. That's why I think you have to come up with a system that doesn't totally destroy those companies, but 
really at the end of the day all you want to do can is you, make something they would be able to set the market then like say a base price if you're going to do it federally like you said set a base price for certain i don't know if procedures but mm-hmm. of what they can negotiate off of and still be a competitive market or but if you did that middle ground thing how is there like they're still going to lose all those jobs because no, it does because if they, if i can only pay 800 you pay 2000 what's the why would it doesn't matter where you're it's coming from well actually it does that's why because some companies are easier to deal with or easier to build with they like their interfaces better i, I don't know there are I, there are re- there are other reasons besides money that that's the number one reason for everything insurers. that's the number one reason in the end and for most people it's the number one reason in their life i mean so. at the end of the day i don't fully understand why the insurance companies are there what do they even do why can't we just pay hospitals directly that's the same with anything why do you need middlemen they're across the entire country your job is a middleman right now well yeah but we don't provide the same thing but it's still a middle person well not really why can't the states just go out and get people and pay them directly they go through a subcontractor you you're a middleman well because they can't do it themselves but they could they can't why they don't have the people to do it but if they did but i'm saying they don't like uh, it's the same with insurance then if well no it's not the hospital people had some people to run that kind of department they do insurance doesn't do any like the hospital could bill you directly which they already do and yeah. you pay them directly. So they do have that mechanism. So it's the same with the states I just said. They just don't have the amount of people to do it then. But I'm saying the difference it's is It's easier to go out and get someone like you yeah, but and someone in the insurance agency, <laughs> right? No, it's not. Then why do they do it? Because that's the current, which one? Are you talking about states or insurance right now? Either, just middlemen okay. in general. Why do people do it then? Right now, let's talk insurance first. Okay. Hospitals have departments that can bill you directly. They don't need insurance. They are only doing it because by law, they have to. Because by law, you have to have health insurance. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. So what I'm saying is legally, they have to do it, even though hospitals have the capacity to work with you directly. But it probably costs tenfold. Why would it cost tenfold? If you work for the hospital, like hospital's insurance then? I don't know. I'm saying no, because their costs would have to go down. Because if you just look at a free market, if people can't pay your costs, you have to reduce them. So right uh, now, yeah. the reason hospitals' costs are so high is because they can pull from a humongous pool of money, of which insurance. is insurer, yeah. right? And so they're just like, screw it. We'll just keep billing because the insurance will pay it. So they but could they still can... go to the hospital, but it's the same prices then. What's that? They could still just build straight from the hospital rather than the insurance. But most people the hospitals the could bill you straight, yeah. which they do if you don't have insurance, right? Mm-hmm. But it, you know, again, it's a ton of money because they're basing their prices off of what insurance pays, not yeah. what people pay. But if insurance wasn't involved, right? They would have to lower because no one could afford it. Yes. Just like free market, right? Now, the difference between what I'm doing is what I'm saying is that there is no one in a state government that could call a thousand people in two weeks and get them employed. Well, yeah. I'm not saying one person. I was just saying if they had a team for that. I I agree with you. That's what I'm saying. saying. They don't. In any any business, it's always better to go straight from the producer to the consumer. If you have have the capacity to do it yourself, right? You save on everything. That's that's correct, yeah. right? But I'm saying like that's that's like a ad for most companies. Like, hey, we don't straight, use straight. Yeah, I know. It's a big thing. It's a big agree. deal. I completely. But I'm saying the difference in this case is that the hospitals have the capacity to go straight to you, and they're literally not allowed to. Well, as a lot of businesses don't even have the capacity. And to if that was changed to where if it was one provider, it would, it would be or no provider, and it, it just was had just to do the with hospital. People, costs would have to go down because again free market like if you have, if you own a hospital everything you charge is too expensive no one's going to go to your hospital yeah now again 
The problem with that is though, what I hate about some, like some setup of our market is it doesn't always work with things that are life necessary, right? Like the free market is supposed to be like, what am I willing to pay you? And you kind of like set your price based on that, right? Well, if if you were about to die from thirst, what would you pay for water? Anything. Anything. That's the fucking problem, right? When you, when certain things like healthcare, like food, like water, you can't use that because people will pay above what something is worth because it's what they need to stay to life. So that's why I think, again, it's a bigger discussion of like, what are the categories? And really they've already done this with one thing, like energy utilities are like that. Like, do you know why your energy bill never raises like a ton? Because legally they're not allowed to. Because it, you need it in your house. Yeah. So like the law in, is in place to say like, like literally utility companies are not allowed to raise prices more than like, it's like some very low percent every year because it's been deemed as a utility as something that is necessary to life. Yeah. Why is healthcare not that? It absolutely is, right? Mm. Like, it's crazy. And that's what I didn't know are. that about utilities. That's yeah. Cool. I mean, but have you noticed that with your utility bill? I mean, it's gone up, but not like... But that's from your bill. use, right? Like, it, that's because you maybe used more, right? Yeah. It wasn't like... Like, if you use the same amount, it should be the exact same. I hope so, yeah. yeah. Or maybe it goes up a dollar, right? Like, yeah. that's what it is. But yeah, that's... And so I just think there should be more things like water should be like that, which I think water is. Water is a utility, right? Like, yeah. that's... Water's like that. Food. Although although sometimes those... I mean, personal experience, water readings are terrible. Well, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. again, the system... But it's not like $100 yeah. more. Yeah. But so, like, food, right? Like, now, again, if you're poor enough, you can get free food with food stamps. But, like, again, I think everyone would agree, like, at a certain level, you should be able to, like, feed yourself at least the base minimum, right? And then, again, I think healthcare should be in that bucket. I think now, like, probably internet should be in that bucket. Like, I think it is a necessity to have internet at this point. It's like free Wi-Fi. I'm not saying it has to be free either. I'm just saying, like, you know, if it can be, great. But at least it should just be, like, Well, because if you don't can't... have access, you literally are just so far behind Yeah, but else. think about it. Those companies can charge whatever they want right now. So if they really wanted to, they and, can charge And literally... that's why we have comp- competition. So they can't – one person can't charge. True. And that's why people are, like, afraid of monopolies and yes. stuff. In that field especially. So – yeah, I don't know. That's a, that's a, another a discussion for another day. Is the free market because I I find it I think it's really really good in some circumstances, and I just think in others when it's a necessity, it just isn't that great. So. I can I feel like we could say that about a lot of things though too. Like what? Well, you pick and choose the pros and cons of certain aspects of anything, and if you put them together, they'll work great. But it's hard to get, I guess, people to agree upon what's a pro or a con of something and see the other other side of it. What like, do you mean? Well, like we like we said at the beginning, like a lot of people could see, particularly in the medical and the insurance people, are going to see this as a con to them. But to us, it's a pro. Well, yeah, but I think we're not. But it, I'm not worried about the people that it benefits. Like I think we're. But, I, but I it's like not just for this; it's for anything. True. For manufacturing the people that are going to lose their jobs. Like we see it as, oh, we're going to get stuff faster, or more affordable. Those people are like, fuck this! I'm losing my job. What am I going to do? That's true. And but, that's going to be in every single thing that we just talked about. True. But free market or, yeah, free market or not, mm-hmm. people see the benefits of it and not, like you just said. But I think you have to look at, what I what I hate that we do is we look at that one subset of people and decide not to do things because of that one subset is affected when, for the greater good and where everything is going. Well, that's the foundation of democracy then. Yeah, but we all know our democracy is fucked. I know, but I'm just saying <laughs> that's what it is is what it should be for the greater good oh it should be but but there's always going to be it's just like the fucking election like 
50 percent people like it people 50 percent don't it's usually how it goes it's yeah. nothing you could do it just happened in my president election seven people voted for one guy six voted for the other yeah but that's not what happens in our democracy those subset of people that have a lot of money they what the six people no no i'm saying like the manufacturing people that you said like there's not like there's a lot of manufacturing people in the world but there's a lot more other people right yeah but yeah those manufacturing companies have a lot of money and a lot of pull in government so even though 75 percent of people maybe in america want us to do more autonomous stuff that doesn't happen because those manufacturing people pay lobbyists and they influence laws so that things don't change. Yeah. And that's the problem with our democracy is that it's, it's not all, that. It's all back to land yes, and lobbyists it's not and actually, it's all money. Yeah, it's not actually reflecting what the majority of people want. Which gets back to that one question of when and when and why will money become of less of value. But it's not going to happen if we stay in a materialistic world. That's true. It's not going to change. That's People true. always value stuff more if that's what they're taught. So it's just a fact. I do think, though, our generations are becoming a little less materialistic. I hope. I, 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 I think people like traveling more. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I also think people like this stuff way too much and are willing to spend more than they need Certain on it. things, yeah. yeah. Things Some of it's sure. necessar necessary. Yeah. But it's just like, I don't know how to describe it. But it's, I will say... The needs versus wants is a crazy issue what do you mean most people you can get what you need fairly easily mm -hmm. and be just fine most people aren't oh, yeah. okay with that yeah. they seek above and beyond yeah which is fine because maybe you're driven for that yeah, which is good and maybe you do work because of it but in reality you don't need that that all that money and all that stuff that you have can be used elsewhere I yeah I totally agree with that. But again, like you said, I think that's a that's a tough balance because you do want to keep people motivated to for more to do more stuff, right? But that's the, yeah, you'd have to find some sign of some sort of in my mind have some sort of compromise. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Because that would make that goes back to what I said. I think the first time that that drives people to be selfish, and I think most people are. <laughs> it just it it's all one unit and it works. Clearly, if I'm driven to make more money and buy more shit that I don't need, of course I'm going to be selfish. Why wouldn't I be? Yeah, but you're also working harder, maybe just be in. Yeah, and that's the pro of it. There it is. There's the pro and the con, and you'd have to somehow figure out that between multiple people. What's I think it's, it's just you would want people to work harder simply because it would make the world better and there are yes. people around them better. And that's what you have to strive for. And that's what most people don't do. I will tell you, though, they don't. But I will tell you, more people in our generation are doing that. I hope like, so. Oh, I, no, I, I think they, they will. I, I know they, they will. Are. Because we hire those people. And a lot of people we talk to that are younger, they are like, oh, I'll make less money, but I'll have more of an impact. I'll do that job. That's that's how I've been about teaching my whole life. Well, I'll so make I'm less saying, money, but I'll be happy. And I think I'm doing a big, bigger job. I think there are more and more people like that. So I do think it is starting to change a little bit. And I think that's awesome. We'll see. All right, well, we're going to wrap it up. That was I a good one. That was a good one. I really hope because the computer was going on lock screen that everything you changed recorded. That. So, well, no, I did. It didn't turn off. It was just on lock screen. So I think we should be fine. So yeah. we'll find out. Okay. But, yeah.